Today's program is furnished by Speak the Word Ministries. God promises to deliver you from anything that comes against you. In 2 Kings 17, 39, He says He will deliver you out of the hand of all of your enemies. Speak the Word. It's time to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to teach God's Word and encourage the body of believers. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe continuing her message titled, Prepare to Stand Your Ground. Speak the Word. The Lord revealed to me in my prayer time recently, actually giving me more of a revelation to these truths. And you know them too, because you have read them and you have heard them preached to you time and time again. But number one, that Jesus reminded me that he lives in me and he lives in you. And he has given us power of attorney to use his name. As a matter of fact, the definition for the power of attorney is, is this. It's, it's a written document given by one person or party to another, authorizing the latter to act for the former. Having power of attorney gives me and you the power to use the name of Jesus. Think about that. Jesus has given us permission to use it in all things. So it's for your health, it's for your finances, it's for your children, it's for everything. There, there's no limitations on him using his name. And number two, he's given us the power to cast out demons, to bind and to loose, according to Matthew 18, 18, and to lay hands on the sick, according to Mark 16, 18. Number two, he reminded me that as he is, so are we in 1 John 4, 17. And when he was on, here on this earth, he spoke to sickness. Jesus spoke to sickness. He spoke to the lame. He spoke to the blind. He spoke to the deaf. He cast out demons and he spoke to storms and they ceased. Brothers and sisters, we can do the same things. We can do the same things in the name of Jesus. We can do all these things that Jesus did. I'm telling you that nothing can stand in your way if you will have faith in the Word of God and if you will act on that Word. And of course, we all know that you're only going to act on what you really have faith in. What you believe, that's what you're going to act on. But if you will start acting on the Word, God will back His Word up. He always backs his word up. Saints, in other words, he is asking you and me for us to have faith in the name of Jesus and faith in the power of the word of God. That's what he's asking us. In Acts 3, 16, in the New Living Translation, Peter seizing the opportunity to address the crowd that had gathered in amazement and at the witnessing the lame man being healed. The Bible said everyone stood in amazement. And Peter said to the crowd together, he said, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently, he said at us, as though by our own power or godliness, we had made this man walk. Why look at us like we're the ones that did it? It was their faith in the name of Jesus that did it. And that's what he was saying. He said in verse 16, he says, through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed. And you know how crippled that he was before. Faith in Jesus' name healed him before your very eyes. I'd like to point out one thing in this scripture. In verse 6, Peter said to the lame man, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, he says, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, notice. 
that Peter and John did not pray for that lame man. They just gave him a command. Peter just told him to stand up in the name of Jesus of Nazareth and walk. And it says, and then Peter took him by the right hand and lifted him up. I'm here to tell you tonight that Peter and John are not in possession of anything more than what you are in possession of. So the same power that was in Peter when he spoke and told that man to stand up, he said, silver and gold, I have none. But what I have, I give to you. What did he have? He had the Holy Spirit in him. It wasn't him. And it was his faith in the name of Jesus. He knew that when he spoke, that there was power in the name of Jesus. We sing those songs all the time. How precious is the name of Jesus. The power, there's power in the blood of Jesus. There's power in the blood. There's power in the name of Jesus. But we got to start not only singing about it, but we must act on it. We must act on it. There is no difference between you and Peter. No difference between you and John. The same spirit that lived in Peter and John lives in you. And, and if, if, if Peter went out there in the name of Jesus and told that man to get up and walk, he had the power of God. Amen. And that's all he needs. As a matter of fact, we've read the scriptures because it, it, you know, it goes on to say that uh, he tells him how you're the one that crucified him. <laughs> he said, you know, he's, you know, in that name, he said, you're the one. He said, you crucified him. But he said, but brothers and sisters, now he noticed that Peter and John, I want you to notice this. All he said was in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Brothers and sisters, notice that Peter and John did not pray for the lame man. They just gave him a command. Peter just told him to stand up in the name of Jesus of Nazareth and walk. And then Peter took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And it says in the Bible that immediately the man's feet and ankle bones received strength. And and they began to jump and leap with joy, praising God. Saints, Peter was merely exercising his God-given authority, the same authority that you and I have been given. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 4.20, he says, for the kingdom of God is not in word, meaning just the word of man, he says, but it's in power, which is the word of God. In Genesis 1:26, God said, let us make man in our own image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion. Verse 28 said, then God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and every living thing that moves on the earth. Brothers and sisters, have dominion means to dominate. That's what it means, to dominate. I've listed four definitions that according to the dictionary, dominion means. Number one, the power or the right of governing and controlling. Sovereign authority. Number two means rule, control, Domination, in other words, to dominate. Number three, a territory usually of considerable size in which a single rulership holds sway. Lands or domains subject to sovereignty or control. The definition for subdue is to conquer and bring into subjection. Also means to overpower by superior force. And then what we've been instructed to do. We are that superior force. (laughs) I don't know if you recognize that or not, but you are. You are that superior force. Overcome, isn't that what Jesus calls us saints? More than overcomers. 
In Romans 8, 37, he said, you know, that you are more than overcomers. In Hebrews 8, 2, he says, you have put all things in subjection under him. In the New Living Bible, it says, you give him authority over all things. Now, when it says all things, it means nothing is left out. But we have not yet seen all things put under their authority. In Psalms 8, 6, it says, you have made him to have dominion over the works of your hand. You have put all things, he said, under his feet. And verse 8 says, he made him a little lower than the angels. You know, John G. Lake, uh, some of you may be familiar with John G. Lake. He's gone home to be with the Lord a long time ago. He was a great general in the service of the Lord. But John G. Lake stated in one of his books, Heavenly Authority, the right, or the right of the believer, that most Christians have not yet understood the word dominion and what God has given us. Saints, one of the greatest battles in the battle is the battle with our mouths. I cannot tell you how important this is, because this is where it all is. Yes. It's where it starts and where it ends. There are hundreds and hundreds of scriptures that tell us that. In James 3, 8, it says, And no one can tame the tongue, so cursing and blessings come, from, come pouring out of the same mouth. In verse 12, it says, Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No. And you can't draw fresh water, he says, from a salty spring. In other words, you can't be speaking sickness and remain healthy. And it's the same with your finances. You cannot speak death and sickness out of one side of your mouth and health out of the other side of your mouth and expect to be healed. You cannot speak poverty out of one side of your mouth and always be poor-mouthing and expect to prosper. It doesn't work. That's what Jesus is saying. He says, you know, you got blessings coming out of this side. You got curses coming out of that side. We got people every day, you know, to come to church on Sunday and sing in the choir and everything else. And they're living for God that day. And the next day they're out cursing the next, you know, cheating and stealing and, and, and cursing. Out. He's, you know, got going to coming out of both sides of the mouth. And we don't recognize that because, see, we don't do it. I don't think that any of you in here, anyone that's listening online, I don't think we do it intentionally. I think we do it because we are not conscious of what we're doing. We don't realize that when we ask the Lord to heal us, that really is something, He's, of course, He's already done. But we can ask, you know, and we speak. Uh, in other words, if you're not asking Him to heal you, but you're speaking to your body, that's sick and you're, you're commanding that body to do certain things and you have to make up your mind you need to make up your mind before you pray for someone or pray for yourself that you have faith in God's word and what he said in his word and that when you pray for that person or for yourself that as soon as the amen is done it's done and then if you don't see any results from that today or tomorrow or the next day, you're still going to have to consider it done. Because if you don't consider it done, that's what you call wishy-washy. That, that's why you lose. That's why people, people come in here. People can come in here tonight and, and be healed and receive their healing. And, and by the time they get out in the parking lot, the enemy's already convinced them that they're not. You have to stand on the word. I'm guilty. You know why I'm teaching this? Because I'm guilty. You know, I, you know, I pray, speak to my body or speak to my head. And then if I don't get any results right away, then I don't say I don't think God wants me well, because I know that's not true. But then I'll say something 
that counters what I just said. It's like you placed an order for something and decided you didn't want it, and then you turn around and you cancel it, it ain't coming. But if you'll keep your mouth shut and continue to praise God, whatever you're asking him for, whether it's your healing in your body or finances or in your situation, it'll come. If you'll just keep trusting him, it'll come. I know that most of you have read Proverbs eighteen twenty one. Most of you are familiar with it. That it says that, uh, but I don't know. Sometimes we read verses. I don't know. I've done that myself. I read verses and it didn't really click, or maybe I didn't get a full revelation of it, and I just keep on reading. But we and, and Proverbs eighteen twenty one. As a matter of fact, that used to be my license plate. You know. <laughs> that the power of life and death lies in our tongues. And, though, and, and, and another translation says those who love to talk, going, you know, will reap the consequences. Another translation says you're going to have to eat your own words. I've heard my mom tell me that. You know, you better be careful that you might have to eat them words. And you're going to also learn how you can prevent some of the things that's been happening to you, that you can prevent some of these, from, stop some of these things from happening to you. You can do it. You can do it. All you just need is just a little knowledge and faith in the Word of God, and you can do it. Satan uses our voices against us. How Satan uses words as his weapons against you, and a matter of fact, your own words, and also how there is power in what you believe and what you speak. Saints, what you believe and speak not only affects your body, but it affects your immune system. And there is so much on there. I could teach weeks on just a couple of things here. Uh, <laughs> that the Lord just keeps bringing back to my remembrance and keeps bringing things across my path. Scientists are just now recognizing the connection between our brain and the words that we speak. For example, neurosurgeons have discovered that the speech center in the brain rules over all the nerves. In other words, the speech center in the brain has total dominion over all the nerves. And this is the truth that the Bible has always told us. You know, it's not the Bible catching up with science. It's science catching up with the Bible. Because, see, the Bible has been saying this all along. It's just that the science part of scientific, they're just now discovering it. But God has been telling us this for years. But the Lord has impressed upon me because I thought, well, Lord, I teach the Word. I don't teach science. I'm not a, I don't have a degree in that. But He's given me enough to share with you and in and, 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 and my messages that will hopefully between the, the spiritual and the scientific that you will have a make a deeper impression on you and give you an understanding because he's out here because he loves you and he's wanting to protect you. And there's some things going on that you need to know that you can protect yourself. James 3, 2 says that the tongue is the least member of our body but can brattle the whole body. What James is saying and what I'm saying is that if you could control our tongues, that we would that we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in all areas of our lives. But we all know that without the help of the Holy Spirit and the renewing of our minds, that no one can control their tongue. The neurosurgeons also say that the speech nerve center has such power over all of the body that simply speaking can give one control over his body to manipulate it in the way he wishes. And I know, brothers and sisters, that you might be sitting there wondering, why is this information so important to me as a believer? 
It's important because when Satan attacks your body with some form of sickness or disease, you can take the word of God, the sword of the spirit, and you can begin speaking to that sickness or that disease and your body will respond to God's word. It will respond to your voice, just like that fig tree responded to Jesus's voice when he spoke in Mark eleven fourteen. And you say, well, that is a little far fetched. Well, that is the truth of the word of God. That is the truth of the word of God. He said, as he is, so are you. He spoke to that fig tree, and you can speak too, and it had to obey him. If you will recall, Jesus did not pray. You're familiar with the story. He didn't pray, did he? He just spoke. So many times we're praying when our mountain needs to hear our voice. We need to, we need to start speaking to those mountains. All of your circumstances will respond to your voice and to your words. And please keep in mind that this will work both for the positive and the negative. It's important for you to recognize how powerful your voice is and the words that you choose to speak. Saints, there is strength in your words and your words will receive power from God when your words agree with Him. Remember, neurosurgeons say that the speech center The nerve center can give one control simply by speaking. And that's what God's word tells us in Mark 11, 23. He said, whosoever shall shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes what he says, he shall have whatsoever he saith. He said, but you've got to believe it in your heart. You've got to believe it and then you've got to say it. And that's what he was saying. And that's what the newer surgeons were saying. Because, you know, there's two forces at work, what you believe and what you speak. You know, according to Romans 4.17, God has given you the ability to call those things that are not as though they are. In closing, let me remind you that Satan is using your mouth against you every day, keeping you sick and keeping you busted and broke by getting you to speak anti what God says. And you're doing it out of innocence. You're not doing it intentionally. If you had any idea of what you were doing, you wouldn't be doing it. But Satan knows that. So you're, not, you're doing it and you're not even recognizing that you're doing it. I know sometimes I do things and, and the Lord will bring things and I know he does you too. You'll do something and the Lord will reveal things to you or you'll get convicted on things that you didn't even realize it was wrong. Until he, until he convicted you of it. He's using... Your mouth. He wants you to speak your problems. He wants you to focus on the problem. In other words, if you're sick in your body, he wants you to focus on that pain. If you're having a financial difficulty, he wants you to focus on that. Because he knows full well that is the only way that he can defeat you is by deceiving you. And brothers and sisters, it is so amazing how our minds work. Did you know that most people believe that because their parents died of something at an early age that they will too? Scientists have proven that our genes are dormant, sleeping until they're activated by our thoughts. Scientists have proven that we've got almost all these diseases and sickness in our bodies, but we're the ones to activate them. That's why, you know, this one gets this and that one don't, and this one gets that one, that one don't. In other words, when you constantly talk about it, you activate it, 
and it will come alive in your body because your spirit, soul, and body are linked together. And, you know, medical students have actually come down with symptoms from the disease that they were studying because that was what they were focusing on, that, because that was what they were thinking about. It has been proven that 87 to 90% of all illness comes from our thought life. Saints, the brain God has given you is able to change as you think. It's a proven fact. According to Proverbs 23, 7, he says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. We're talking about that most people believe that because their parents died of something at early age that they will too. And, and, and somebody tells you that you, you, your, your response should be that the person that used to live doesn't live anymore. He died or she died. I'm a new creature in Christ. All things have passed away. All things have become new. I have a new DNA. There is no sickness and diseases in heaven. And I have a new DNA. I can't help what my mother had or my father or my sister or whoever. I can't help what they have. I do know that God didn't put it on them. I know that. That I can't help what they have. But we have to change the way we think. If we can change the way we think, you can change everything else in your life. There's nothing that you can't do just by changing the way you think. And that's why the Lord says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It it boils down to your thought life and renewing your mind on the Word of God and knowing what His plan is for you and, and then acting on it. And holding that hand up there when that devil comes at you, just talk to the hand. Amen. You know, just talk to the hand. <coughs> Laugh at him. Amen. You know, you got the power and you got the authority. Don't let, don't let him have it. You have to change the way you think and you can't let your flesh control you. You know, when, when 5.30 in the morning comes around and my alarm goes off and my, my spirit saying, Joe, get out of bed. You got to go work out. You know, and I know I don't go work out at 530, but I know that I need to spend at least a half an hour with the Lord before I start my day. Because I know if I do, I'm going to have a better day if I get his feedback on what's going on and then get dressed and go work out my body, my temple that he's given me and then come back and start my day. So if I can do it, you can do it too, right? Speak the word to your body speak the word to your mind speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand and with that special word we've come to the end of our broadcast today with author bible teacher and speaker pastor joanne ramsey here on speak the word in just a moment pastor joe will be back with a special closing thought Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. It's secure and easy to make a tax-deductible donation to Speak the Word Ministries with your debit or credit card. Our ministry telephone number is 855-505-2297. We'd like to tell you about Pastor Joe's booklet on finances called Receiving God's Financial Miracle. What exactly does God have to do with your finances and why do so many Christians struggle to make ends meet? The Bible tells us from Philippians that God will supply every one of our needs. 
Pastor Joe will share her heart on how God is a generous God, even when we're in need. She'll also help warn of some false teachers from the church who lie and steal in the name of prosperity. In this booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle, Pastor Joe will also help you align your words with God's Word, as that is the key to true blessing. Just ask for the booklet, Receiving God's Financial Miracle by Pastor Joanne Ramsey, when you send a gift of any amount to Speak the Word Ministry. Our telephone number is 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. Or you can order the book by sending an email directly to Pastor Joe. Her email address is Pastor Joe, that's J-O, at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a closing prayer. Father, I thank you that this is a time of an awakening. It's a time of being refreshed by your word. It's a time to learn to stand our ground. Help us to understand, Lord, that your word is spirit and life and that your word never fails. According to John seventeen seventeen, thy word is truth. You said that we have made your word null and avoid by traditions that have destroyed the authority of your word. I thank you that we are new creatures in Christ Jesus, and as new creations in Christ, we are a part of your kingdom, and we need to have our minds renewed to the truth, your truth. Help us, Lord, to renew our minds to kingdom thinking, for it is only by your truth that we can truly be set free. According to your word, you live in us, and you have given us power of attorney to use your name, authorizing us to use your name to cast out demons, to bind and to loose, and to lay hands on the sick and see them fully cured. Hallelujah. For you said, Lord, whoever believes in you will also do the works that you do. And even greater things. Thank you, Jesus. Faith in the name of Jesus and faith in the power of the Word of God is all we need to do these greater things. Amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. And join us next time here on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the word, the word of God Against the word of God